Hi, welcome to The Helpful Gardener, a weekly podcast diving into various home and garden topics. My name is Brandy Warren, and this is Colin Hales, and we are your helpful gardeners. I hope we are. <laughs> that's our main. That's our main goal. We we aim to be yeah. you know nurturing and inspiring and and to show everybody that no matter what your skill level is, you can garden. And we are just a couple of friends who enjoy gardening. Yeah, I think the most important thing uh, is that we're uh, a couple of friends, mm-hmm. and we started doing social media together, and then GA Kids TV, uh, and now we're here. And I, I suppose. The gardening part is actually also essential. Otherwise, we would just be called the helpful friends. Helpful <laughs> exactly. Hey, you need help with your friends? Actually, you should probably take that one to Brandy, not me. You've you've been a golden acre how long now? Fifteen years. Yeah. Yeah, and and I haven't learned much. So, <laughs> so the point of this podcast is. You know, I think that that's what's great about gardening is that there's always something new to learn. There's always a different way to garden. I know you've oh, you say this, and this is one of my favorite lines by you ever, is gardening is not one size fits all. Me and my husband live in a townhouse and we don't have a yard. We have a cement pad in front of our house. And I was just itching to do some gardening, make do with what we have. And sometimes you have to do that. And so he actually went out and made a raised garden bed. And then it was attached to a bench. So it was almost multi-purpose. You could sit out there, enjoy your garden and still grow things. And so we grow wildflowers and we grow vegetables. We actually have a veggie pot outside of our house and that grows our tomato every year. So we have nice cherry tomatoes every year. Yep. And and exactly what you said, make do with what you've got. Uh, so I moved, uh, I, I lived in England. When I was 15, we moved to the Maritimes. And then I moved from the Maritimes to Montreal and then kind of all over that area uh, and then out to Calgary. Those are the main places that I've lived. Um, And every single place I go to, it's a worse growing zone. Why? How do you do this to yourself? I I guess I like the challenge. Yeah. England, I believe, is uh, Newcastle. Northern England, I believe, is uh, zone eight. Uh, the Maritimes, uh, St. John, depending on where you are, uh, can be a zone six. Montreal is 5B and Calgary is zone 2B and some areas are maybe a four. Oh, my goodness. You know, growing zones have always been so complicated, such a complicated concept to me because you have numbers and then you have letters attached to numbers and it's different everywhere that you go across the country. So like what? is a growing zone it's uh so it's climactic zone so the lower the number uh the harder it is to grow so if you go up to the boreal forest that's going to be a zone one or two if you go down to mexico uh the caribbean anywhere around that belt and if you look there's uh, there's deviances uh there's there's obviously places that change because of microclimates and whatnot a good example that most people are familiar with is uh, Ontario, uh, very similar to Montreal, uh, except when you get to Niagara. And Niagara is a significantly better growing zone. And it's uh, a lot of times it's because of the water. Water is a good uh, temperature regulator. It also, because of the Great Lakes, causes more snow. Like here's one that always confuses people. Just because you're further south, doesn't guarantee you're in a better climactic zone. Uh, Grand Prairie uh, has a better uh, zone than Calgary. What's Grand Prairie zone? I believe it's a four. Four, yeah. So a little better than us. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, because they don't get the Chinooks. When you get the snow, you want the snow to stick around because it insulates your plant. We don't get that. We get the snow, uh, then it all dries up, but the ground is still frozen, so the ground didn't absorb any of it. Then the ground starts thawing, and the plants go, oh, am I ready to wake up? And then it goes to minus 40 with no snow cover. And the plants are like, oh, okay, I guess I'm frozen again. Uh, And it repeats like that sometimes two or three times over the winter. And then you've got the other flip side, too, where if you go down to Cuba, uh, Mexico, uh, whatever, there are plants you can't grow down there because they need the cold snap to survive. So it doesn't it doesn't mean just because you're in a uh, higher zone, like you're in a zone 11, you can grow everything. You can't. Some plants need the cold snap. Other plants can't take the cold. Yeah, you just you have more diversity down there because there is more that can survive, but not everything can survive down there. With houseplants, because I'm looking at uh, uh, the houseplants now, what people don't get is they go, well, I just bring it in, I put it in my house. Why isn't it doing great? Yeah, your house is temperature controlled. It's got everything it needs, but you have to replicate the conditions that it comes from, that it wants to live in. That's why you bring a poinsettia and put it in your house. It's warm, but if you're not keeping it you know, moist and evenly watered, it's going to die because it's used to being in Mexico where it's got a good humidity. Mm, I wish I was in Mexico. I do too. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think we could do one live from Mexico? Oh, that, you know, one thing about Mexico, I mean, we, so we have to buy the plants that grow naturally out in Mexico. (laughs) The one that, uh, the one that killed me the most as a uh, gardener is when we went to Australia. Uh, So we get out the airport and the airport's got some nice gardens. Uh, Don't really pay much attention to that. I just want to get to the Airbnb Uh, and we get in the cab uh, and we're, we're driving, um, to the beach. We, obviously, we got an Airbnb on a beach. The central divide of the highway, the plants that are growing there wild are uh, bird of paradise. No. Yep. <laughs> bird of paradise yeah. just growing wild. It's growing wild. In Australia. Yeah. Down, like on the median of the highway, not growing wild where you're in this beautiful uh, little grove and uh, there's deers and there's fairies and you're like, oh, it's so magical and there's druids and whatnot. No. The side of like a six lane highway. And you're, you're like, I, I can't keep one alive in my office. When I was working downstairs as a cashier, I would hear all the time customers coming through and just saying, oh, I can't grow plants. They said that, that a cactus was easy and I, and I killed that one too. And I think, I think a lot of people get discouraged and when one of their plants die, then they're like, I'm never going to try this again. Or that plant is just not for me. Okay, here you go. Perfect example. I have tried to grow a coffee plant four times. Uh, I just threw away my latest one because it was infested with mealybug. So that's two now that have been infested with mealybug. Uh, another one um, died when I was away and I asked uh, somebody to look after my plants. They didn't realize that a coffee plant required more water and it dried out uh, and it died. What happened with the other? The other one, it was doing great and... I left a window open for too long and I didn't realize that the draft was on my coffee plant. They're a coffee plant. They're native to tropical jungles and it died. What I'm taking from that is quite frankly, I'm done with coffee plants. Okay. It doesn't mean I can't grow anything. It doesn't mean uh, I'm bad with plants. It means I don't have the time and the investment to spend with that type of plant. Other people would be like, oh, I found mine easy. That's great. But you don't have to give up just because you 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 weren't good at one thing once. You know, I'm not calling anybody out. I get it. I I I don't want to come across as like uh, oh I'm I'm so perfect or anything like that. But people put things on their social media. 
Okay, and obviously we want to showcase uh, the best. Uh, that's the that's the appearance we're giving, and that's fine. Um, and you see these pictures of these, you know, gardeners and, and and horticulturists, and they're in their environment, and everything is just pristine, and it and it's spotless, and the pruners are like gleaming. They're so shiny. That's not true. That's not a representation. A lot of times, uh, yeah, you know what? I don't have a chance to clean my tools, so I'm using them like that. And not every one of my plants looks in peak condition. But if you don't know and you see that on social media and you go, oh, that's what mine should look like. Yeah, you, you probably are going to fail. A friend of mine just messaged me and asked uh, for help on a fiddly fig. And I looked and I'm like, yeah, it's fine. Give it a bit more water. She's like, oh, it dropped some of the lower leaves uh, and it's not looking good. I'm like, yeah, they tend to drop the lower leaves. Uh, Any kind of shock, they're fickle. Keep the moisture up. Miss the leaves occasionally. Keep an eye on it. It should be fine. And people forget that these plants are ridiculous. Look at the fig tree there. How many times has that poor thing been written off as dead and now it's actually growing fruit? So not everything is going to look amazing. And that's what you know, that's the other thing I want people to realize as well. If you go on uh, social media right now and you search hashtag Jeep, okay, you're going to see some of the most pimped out radical Jeeps. You're going to see reels uh, and videos and these things have got lights are like a, a huge party thing. Maybe if you scroll for 18 days, you'll see my Jeep that I have done hashtag Jeep because I took it out into the wild and it's covered in mud and we had a blast with it. And I get it. Like you see something like th- that that rad Jeep and you're like, oh, I like that. Okay. And you see somebody's old beat up Jeep and, you know, you might not have enough followers, so you're never going to get to the top of the algorithm, et cetera, et cetera. So that's the thing is that there are real people out there, but a lot of the beginners don't see that because they don't know who to follow. So what do they do? They type in, oh, I'm going to search hashtag succulents. But what do you think you're seeing? Do you think you're seeing my succulent that has no leaves got infested by fungus and is growing in a jaunty angle outside of a terrarium? Or are you going to see this incredible succulent bowl growing in Arizona with the mountains behind it? And you're like, oh, I think I can do that. Your three succulents die in two weeks and you're like, I can't garden. Yeah. Uh, Brie uh, made a pumpkin pie for Thanksgiving with pumpkins that she grew in her garden. They had them propped up on glasses so the slugs couldn't get to them and they wouldn't rot. Her and Peter carved their initials. So as the pumpkin grew, it had their initials on it. Um, And Brie was so excited that she made pumpkin pie from a pumpkin she grew. So I think those success stories are out there and those are the ones we should be promoting. I think that's what this podcast is going to do. You know, we have an idea and you're right. We want to be helpful and encouraging and nurturing. You know, helpful implies that... Uh, we're open to listening and we have the right advice and we're going to help you achieve your goals. I don't care if that's growing one sunflower or looking at doing a massive, massive job on an acreage. Um, I've done I've done both. Yeah, I completely agree. And I'm so excited to see where this ends up going and what it ends up blossoming into. Ah, garden fun. <laughs> 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 are we gonna do are we gonna do loads of pants? I got so many garden puns. 
And that's it. Join us weekly on Sundays at 8 a.m. Mountain Time on any of your favorite podcasting platforms. Take us with you into the garden or around the house on watering day. We'll cover a different gardening topic each week, but we'll never know where our conversation will take us. Seed starting might take us to kangaroos. Who knows? Help us stay on track by telling us what you want to hear more about. Reach out to us via social media or by email at social at goldenacre.ca and let us know what you're growing, what's challenging you, what you've always been curious about. Next Sunday, we're talking about seed starting and if it's for you. So we'll chat next Sunday on the Helpful Gardeners podcast. Bye.